know for me here, it seems like things are opening up again. So I do wish and hope that that happens for you as well. Hi, it's Janice Tuck here, and welcome to the Weekly Spark for Music Teachers. Today, I want to talk about problems. <laughs> yes, problems, we all have them, don't we? I mean, let's get real about that. Right now, the world has a pretty big problem, lots of problems. And we've got this pandemic situation, things happening right now. It's different depending where you live in the world. But still, it seems like a really big problem in the mix right now. People are getting sick. The virus seems to be spreading. There's no vaccine cure. Oh, my goodness, the problems are endless, aren't they? It's a problem for people when they can't open their businesses and trade. It's a problem for people when they can't do their jobs, they can't get paid in the way they always have. So right now in music teaching, I'm seeing a lot of discussion around the problems associated with getting back to the classroom. You know, people saying that doing activities like singing and playing instruments are hard, as well as dealing with sanitization of surfaces, instruments, and so on. Now, I wish that I had solutions for every single problem but unfortunately, I'm not in that sort of position to give everyone advice on these matters because every person, I believe, has a completely different situation. But today, I thought I'd give you three quick alternative keys, if you like, to dealing with problems. You know, different perspectives that we place on things so we can see things in different ways so they don't feel hard anymore. Instead, we're sort of shifting the balance, if you like. So it doesn't matter what the problems are. We can see a different way to, to fix them or to, to deal with them at the time. So the first key, I believe, is to change the language that we use. You see, the words that we use to describe a situation have a powerful effect on how we can feel about something. So let me give you an example here. Let's say someone did something bad to you. So your friend or work colleague or someone that you know didn't let you know about something at work and instead took the opportunity for themselves and they didn't even tell you. And at the time, it can feel like the whole world's caving in, can't it? And you can easily take the situation and say, well, they stabbed me in the back or they betrayed me or they took advantage of me or they didn't treat me like a friend. But you could just as easily say that you're just a bit mildly confused about that or you're slightly annoyed. You see, you're still acknowledging that, you, they, that that feeling hurt you, but you're not kind of amplifying the negative feeling by saying things like they stabbed me in the back. It's a whole different way to look at things. So the language we use about a situation has a powerful effect on how we can feel too, doesn't it? So with a problem, if we just simply change the words, well, we can change a lot about how we feel about that. So I don't tend to even use the word problem these days much at all because if something comes up, I much prefer to refer it to as a challenge. It's got much more positive association for me because a challenge I can push through and I can get there and I can make anything happen, right? And I can get excited to work on a challenge today. But, you know, quite frankly, I'm not quite excited to work on a problem that I have. So you'll notice that I've talked lots of times in this podcast as we've gone on about the challenges that the pandemic of coronavirus has presented for us as music teachers. But I don't think I've ever described it really as a problem because it's not how I think anymore. So that's the first thing, changing the language you use to describe the situation. So the second key I have for you in the way that I've dealt with these problems before is to ask yourself a simple question. So the question is, is a, sim is a situation something that I can control or influence? Is it something that I can actually do anything about? So for example, with this pandemic situation, the problem certainly isn't within our control. You know, there's not much we can do outside of ourselves about it. We can keep ourselves healthy, but we just have to accept sometimes what's happening and make the best of the situation for ourselves. So we're not in control of whether our school closes or opens or whether we have to teach at home remotely. We're not in control of whether the students have instruments at home to practice with even. We're not in control of 
a huge many things, but we are in control of one thing, and that's the meaning that we apply to things in our mind. So if we first ask ourselves that question, we're in a position to really shape the meaning in our minds, then in that way we can stop worrying about all the things that we can't control anymore because we know we can't do anything about them. So just ask yourself that question, you know, is this situation something that I can really control or influence or have an effect on? And if the answer is yes, then you're in the power to make a decision and take some action on it. If the answer is no, then you're in a much better position to control the meaning of the situation in your own mind and not make it a really big thing. You can say to yourself, okay, well, I'm not, con- I'm not in control of that. I can't change that. So this means that I just have to do what I have to do to make the best of this through this time and do my things in the way, the best way I can. So the third key I want to talk about is to look for opportunities that the problem presents. Opportunities, Janice? What do you mean? Well, this is the one that's most exciting to me because I'm a big believer in that every cloud, there is a silver lining. You just have to look for it, right? So in every problem lies a seed of an opportunity, which is often far greater than any problem you could possibly imagine. You see, you see something like a massive failure can actually wind up a great success in the long run. Okay, so here's an example. You know those little post-it notes that we use as music teachers so much? We post them in books and we keep the page and all that sort of stuff. Well, it was actually a result of a huge failure. Now, at the 3M Corporation, they were going to try to develop a glue that would stick together better. And in the process, they created this kind of icky stuff that didn't really stick properly at all. And it would just hold this piece of paper and it could really be removed any time. There was one man who worked at the company called Arthur Fry, and he had the idea of using this adhesive on a piece of scrap paper just to hold his notes in the hymn book at his church choir. So it's actually musical as well. The point is that out of this failure to create an adhesive that didn't stick properly, Fry was smart enough to think, well, what's the opportunity in this and how can I use it? And he ended up creating a post-it note, which we can all be forever grateful. And, you know, you know the success story of that. You see it in just about every shop. It's huge success in the end. So whatever the problem could be right now, whether it's you don't have a job or we're stuck in a job that you don't like or you have to teach remotely due to the pandemic or you can't use instruments because the kids don't have access to them, just know that there is an opportunity in that problem if you look for it. So even now, right now, if you can't see the opportunity and you can only see the problem, just know that if nothing else, you will grow out of this. You will learn from this. And the growth that you can gain from that problem will be worth far more to you in the end than the initial pain of the problem in the beginning. Author Alexandra L. wrote, look, I'm thankful for my struggle because without it, I wouldn't have stumbled upon my strengths. And there are countless examples of people who have made amazing things happen thanks to a problem or a challenge in their lives. And, you know, I've been one of those people too many times in my life, and I'm sure you have done that many times too. As Martin Luther King Jr. once said, only in the darkness can you see the stars. And I believe that the problems of the world right now can lead to a greater world that we can all be proud of, one where all people are recognized and welcomed equally. So here at the Fun Music Company, we're always hearing what people have got to say and adapting the problems that we're hearing day in, day out from music teachers that they're facing. And we've put together a, a lot of resources now suiting to teaching at this time. So no matter if you've been asked to teach at home remotely or in the classroom with restrictions or working from a cart traveling between classrooms, we know that we could have something to fit your needs. So if you're interested in that, you can head over to funmusicco.com forward slash 
post-COVID. That is funmusicco.com forward slash post-COVID, all as one word. And that's where you can sign up to receive special free lesson plans that can be used in the classroom or with students' homes via remote teaching. So as usual, you can email me anytime. You know, feel free to ask questions if you have any suggestions for this podcast. You can, you can send me ideas there. You can also get in touch with me at Janice at funmusicco.com. And if you enjoyed this, please do leave a review on Apple Podcasts because it helps others find this podcast. And feel free, if you know someone's struggling out there, share it with your friends and colleagues as you need to. So until next time, keep on teaching with that incredible passion that I know you have and dealing with all those little challenges that come up from time to time. And I look forward to seeing you again next week.